Time for the rural news with Kim Moody in Christchurch, and the gates have officially opened at the New Zealand Agricultural Show. Kia ora, Jimmy. Yes, after two years of cancellations, the country has finally come back to town. More than 120,000 people are expected to attend the show in Christchurch through till Friday. Our reporter, Sally Murphy, has been at the show this morning and filed this report. It's all go on the first day of the show with a steady stream of people flowing through the gates this morning. The sheep and cattle judging are underway with a record number of entries this year. Tim Anderson, who runs sheep and cattle near Hunterley in North Canterbury, bought his best Perindale sheep to the show. He's been showing sheep for 50 years and says as a ram breeder it means a lot to get awards at the national show. We do it because it, it helps promote our breed to a certain extent and it's, um, there's a bit of fellowship, you meet fellow breeders and it's a, an annual get together for all our fellow breeders from around the country. And so what kind of preparation do you have to do to show your sheep at the show? <laughs> well, we don't do enough, but some people are very good at it. Um, you've, got to, you've got to basically get them onto hard feed, which we haven't done particularly well this year. You've got to keep them clean and you've got to make sure everything looks neat and tidy and they're well fed. Head of the sheep division, Brent Chamberlain, says the calibre of entries this year is high. Uh, we've got all different uh, breeds represented here. They come here for three days. This year we've got 750 entries. Um, the breed judging takes place today and then tomorrow we have the all breeds judging where the, breeds the best of the breeds is put up against the other breeds. Mr Chamberlain says it's amazing to be back after two years without a show. He says it's a great opportunity for farmers to come and look at the different breeds they might be considering getting for their farm. The judges are looking for the structure of the sheep, that it's technically sound sheep um, and in case of wool, the type of wool, it's, it's consistent and it's true to type. Just next to all of the sheep is the famous farmyard, where young children can interact with farm animals. Farmer in charge Richard Perkins says giving city kids a chance to interact with the animals is important. He says the smiles on their faces say it all. Oh, just uh, country comes to town really, so uh, get those town kids to come in and experience what it's like to be with a real lamb or standing beside a calf. Or As you can see we've got uh, goats, calves, pigs, sheep, lambs um, and then over in a wee small section we've got uh, rabbits and guinea pigs and rats and um, chickens. Yeah. The equestrian competition has also begun this morning and this afternoon the clash of the colleges is taking place where high school students go head to head in 25 different modules including classing wool, applying drench and fencing. Hear more from Sally Murphy shortly on Midday Report. Fonterra has appointed Neil Beaumont to the role of Chief Financial Officer, effective early February 2023. He joins the co-op after previously holding senior roles at the Canada Pension Plan Investment Board and the auditing firm KPMG. Fonterra's Chief Executive Miles Hurrell says Neil Beaumont's experience in global financial leadership will be an asset to the co-op's management team. China is buying cheaper proteins from other countries like Brazil, and that means the amount of sheep meat we send there is dropping. New figures from the Meat Industry Association show red meat exports were worth $777 million in September, a 21% increase on last year. But despite high global prices, there are signs of a slowdown in some key markets. Association Chief Executive Suma Karapiva says Brazil has really ramped up exports, which is starting to have a flow-on effect for farmers here.
China, for example, sheep meat to China has decreased in the recent months. And that's largely because China is importing a very significant amount of cheaper beef from the likes of Brazil. And that's having flow on impacts on the other proteins it imports, particularly sheep meat and pork. So we've seen quite a dip in both those two products going in, into China. So, you know, that's something that we're keeping an eye on. Obviously, China is our largest sheep meat market and any fluctuations in that market, you know, something that we need to be mindful of. Surma Karapiva says due to China taking less product, New Zealand companies have pivoted to sending more lamb to the US where it can command higher prices. A farmer working to keep an iconic New Zealand station in local hands says interest has been high. Mangahone Station, which is nearly 5,000 hectares and runs 40,000 stock units north of Taihape, is up for sale by International Tender, with bids closing at the start of next month. Farmer Mike Barham has begun a syndicate called Farming Forever NZ to attract investors who, combined, could buy the farm, which is expected to sell for about $40 million. He says he would hate to see the station planted in trees by an international investor. We've had a lot of interest so far. It's amazing. I must say we've had to decide on a minimum level of investment of 250000 um, for this because we would just have too many odours if we did it uh, with a smaller amount. But it's really not like a true crowdfunding exercise where they get no return. I'm just one of a very strong team and I've been pushed to the front for this. So we're going to drive this hard. We'll probably get about the other show about a three percent annual cash return on this. Plus, you would get, you know, we can't budget on capital gain, of course, but that's been very strong in past years in farming. Mike Barham says the syndicate will put forward an offer before tender closes on December the seventh. And lastly, to Australia, where f- rising floodwaters in the Murray River are causing major headaches for farming communities on the Victoria-New South Wales border, just days out from the summer barley harvest period. Kylite farmer John Standen told the ABC floodwaters are rising around his property and will make his barley harvest very difficult as he can only travel around his farm by boat. He says the harvest is expected to begin in a few days and while it will be difficult, he's had some time to prepare. That's the rural news. Koirante Purongo o te Kia ora, Kim.